Welcome to the Wakala 4-H Podcast. My name is Loretta Compton. I've been a member of Wakala 4-H for two years. I'm involved in eight different clubs. Crafty Creators, Marine Science, Archery, Air Rifle, Cooking for Life, 4-H Explorers, Wakala 4-H Council, and the Wakala 4-H Start Program. Today, 4-H members Caden and Gentry will be interviewing Sheriff Jared Miller about how his time in 4-H helped him prepare to be a leader throughout his adult life. Hello, I'm Gentry Turner, and we are here at the Wakala 4-H District Office. I've been in 4-H for about six years. I'm Caden Grubel. I'm uh, complicated, and I've been in 4-H for about a year. And our special guest for the 4-H podcast is Sheriff Jared Miller. Welcome to our podcast. We're excited to have you here. So glad and excited to be here. Sheriff, when did you start 4-H? Well, believe it or not, I don't look that old, but I was trying to think back when I started, probably the late 70s, 79, 78 maybe, and into the early 80s that I was a member of the 4-H program here in Wakulla. Which club did you do mostly? Back in those days, you know, I'm old, so back in those days, we didn't have the opportunities that y'all have now in 4-H. I don't think there were that many clubs. I may be wrong, but we mainly had, just like Miss Boyd said, it was mainly agriculture, animals. We had pigs, horses, cows. I grew up on a farm as well, and my grandfather was a, a big farmer here in Wakulla County. And uh, we grew all kinds of vegetables and stuff like that. But the main thing I did in 4-H was we had a, what they call a swine show back then. And you'd show your pigs and we had pig scrambles and stuff, stuff like that. And I'll tell you about that later. What were some of the experiences that you had with 4-H? If I remember right, we met about once a month. And back then in Wakulla, there wasn't a whole lot to do. There was no internet. There was no cell phones. There was no, we had two channels on our television. We had CBS and NBC. So back then we didn't watch a lot of TV. We, so 4-H was a good opportunity for us to come to the meeting and see our friends and learn about leadership, learn about the things that we needed to learn about that make us better as we grew up. How would you say learning the leadership has helped you today? I was scared to death when I was younger to speak in front of people. I was terrified. And so, like it was stated earlier by uh, Miss Boyd, we had to do presentations. Sometimes they would be on growing corn or um, raising cows or anything. But just the thought of getting up in front of people and speaking was terrifying to me. And I grew out of that. And 4-H is what made me become a better speaker. It's helped me throughout my whole career in law enforcement and everywhere else. I was in the military also. That also helped me a lot. But 4-H was the basis for all of that beginning because I was scared to death to talk in front of people. Is there one activity that you did that made all that happen? There were several activities that we did that really helped um, me grow into the person that I am today. The teamwork and the leadership skills that we had to learn to be a member of 4-H back then, I think has made me grow into an adult. And like I said, when I went into the military, when I was in my 20s, that teamwork skill really helped because in the, in the military, if you're not a team player, 
they would weed you out. They didn't want you in the military if you weren't a team player. So you had to learn to be a team player. You couldn't be all about yourself. You wanted team work and team support. Why did you go in the military? Well, after I graduated from high school, I went to Florida State University for about, in 1988, I started Florida State University the summer of 1988. And I went for about a year. I wasn't doing so well in college, so I decided to go into the Army. Uh, it's probably the best thing I did. I learned more leadership skills, more on how to get along with people, more teamwork skills and uh, communication skills that I learned. And I was in the Army on reserve and active duty for a total of 10 years. So when I got back from the Army, I started back to Florida State, and I got my degree in criminology, and I got a job at the Wakula County Sheriff's Office in 1994, and I've been there 28 years now, and I've been the sheriff for uh, six years now. How did 4-H get you to be in the military? Did it somehow let you be in the military? I think it helped. The things that I learned while I was in 4-H, and like I said, I go back to teamwork and leadership skills, very much helped being in the military, yes. Did you ever, like, teach the skills that you learned to other people, like, when working at the sheriff's office? Absolutely, and um, that's a good question. You know, when I started at the sheriff's office in 1994, I was 24 years old. I was a, what they call a slick-sleeve deputy. I, I started out at the bottom. So, as my leadership skills that I learned in 4-H and in the military helped me to rise up through the ranks of the sheriff's office. And there's certain levels that you have to go through. So I learned how to meet with people, lead people, talk with people. And that helped me to promote through the ranks a lot quicker. And yes, once I became a supervisor, sergeant, lieutenant, captain, major, then I always use those skills to help the other people that work there and were starting like I did on the very bottom. So you were mentioning something about a slick sleeves deputy. What is that exactly? Okay, so that's that's kind of a slang term for someone that's just starting out in law enforcement. So if you were hired today and you had all the qualifications, I would hire you and you would start out at the bottom and you have no experience. You're a slick sleeve deputy. No, no rank on their shoulders. It's called a slick. I mean, usually when you're a sergeant or a lieutenant, you have rank on your shoulders. So a slick sleeve deputy means no rank. So in the beginning, you mentioned a pig scramble. Basically, what is that? The pig scramble was my funnest thing in 4-H. I learned a lot in all the other things, but the funnest thing that we did in 4-H for me was the pig scramble. And the pig scramble was, like I told y'all, every year they did a swine show. The swine show is where um, we would raise our pigs from babies and raise them to a certain age and feed them every day for, I want to say, two or three months. We would feed them and then we'd wash them and give them a bath and we'd bring them up here on the weekend of the swine show and, and show them. We would, sh- and we would get awards for first, second, and third place. It was called uh, Grand Champion, Reserve Champion. And we had an auctioneer there that would auction these hogs off to, or pigs off, to uh, local businesses. Wakala Bank was always one that always bought the Grand Champion. And that was really big news. It made the front page of the Wakala News, which that was back then, that was the only way. There was no social media. The Wakala News that came out every week that still does once a week, that was the front page Grand Champion. May have been Jared Miller 
wins grand champion for best hog or best pig. So that was a big deal. But after it was all, it was all weekend thing. It started on Friday and Saturday and you showed your pig on Saturday morning or whatever. Well, later in, on Saturday afternoons, all the kids and they had different age groups would, uh, they would break it into age groups and they right out here by the 4-H place, there was a, a pen and they would have like maybe 10 or 12 little piglets real small and they would put the kids in about 20 kids in this little pen and you they grease the pigs down with oil or whatever make them real slick and the kids would run around try to to catch the pig and you had to catch a pig to win a prize so there was probably 12 pigs and 20 kids in there so not everybody caught a pig but i always caught a pig so that was the fun and it was always muddy in there you were dirty and when by the time you came home your parents didn't want to bring you home because you were all muddy and had pig stuff all over you so it was fun would you give any advice to people who want to know anything about this if I could do it all over and um, give advice to you starting off in 4-H would be to just learn as much as you can. And uh, I think uh, Miss Boyd had mentioned it. Was, try to get out of your comfort zone. Just like me, I was so scared to talk to people in front of people. And um, I think that 4-H really took me out of that comfort zone made me talk, made me speak to people. And I think if you'll do the things that make you uncomfortable, get comfortable being uncomfortable, then you are going to go very far in life. You're going to do a lot of things because life is not always comfortable. You're always going to be in situations that are uncomfortable for you. And if you'll get used to doing that and being able to communicate your way through that, you're going to be ahead of the game, I promise you. Thank you for our time here. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Dr. Rachel Pienta, the 4-H agent for Wakulla County. You have been listening to the Wakulla County 4-H podcast. In our podcast series, 4-H youth members interview area citizens about topics of local interest. Find our podcast episodes on Wave 94 and online. For more information about Wakulla 4-H youth programs visit Wakala 4-H on Facebook or call us at 850-926-3931. Have an idea for a podcast interview topic? Let us know.